Hi guys, welcome back to Loudmouth Angel. Today I'm going to read a poem called Morning Toast. I wrote this um, a couple weeks ago and I thought it would be a good time to share it on here. Okay, here we go. Morning Toast. Birds singing on the fence post. Garden overgrown and ivy going all directions. Surely I have been this blue before. Pressed lips, then put the lid on the sugar bowl like it never happened. Always lush with love, I have been pliable, have softened myself like butter left out, consented to being spread thin, melting myself warm and gold. But I'll admit, I look forward to the day I will say what I feel with the most appropriate words, not the slippery or silken ones, but the most deliberate, sharp and stiff, if they must be. I look forward to the day I learn to be unyielding as hickory, not without fear that it will scare others away, but to possess such self-assuredness that I will simply say anything anyway, and only the brave will stay. So, this poem is um, sort of a little, like, vignette of me. (laughs) It's funny because it's really about like making toast, but it's it's not about toast. It's just like about what I was thinking about when I was making my breakfast. Um, and it's pretty uh, like realistic, I guess is the good word, to how my mornings kind of are or, or were, I guess. They're a little bit different now because things have kind of changed. Um, but, you know... There is an area of my house, like by the front picture window, there are, my house is white and it has four pillars. Well, it used to have four pillars. We had a big storm and it knocked over one of the pillars on my house, which is like hilarious to me because now my house has three pillars and it just looks so like lopsided (laughs) and just like Alice in Wonderland, like Mad Hatter type shit. Like it just doesn't look normal. Um, But yeah, so... Next to the pillars, there's this big bush, a bunch of bushes, like a little white picket fence, and the ivy in the spring and summer will grow really big, and um, it starts to climb the uh, white pillar, and I think it looks so pretty, and I always tell my mom, like, don't ever cut it, just let it grow, because I love that, like, overgrown, it looks so wild, it looks so pretty. Um, So... Garden overgrown and ivy going all directions. This is kind of also a reference to something else that I wrote. Um, I don't think I ever shared it, but I kind of was talking about the process of growing up and getting older and just how through the years people grow up and they can either grow together or they can grow in all directions or apart or however you want to say it. So that, that line is kind of... A reference to that because this is um it was such a quiet morning and it did feel really lonely like um I thought back to when I was a kid and like my house was kind of full um and we were all young and now it's just kind of like we've all grown up and all grown out in different directions just like the ivy had um surely I have been this blue before It's funny how sometimes you get sad and you get really dramatic, like, to yourself. You're like, I've never been this sad, (laughs) which, of course, is, like, I mean, it might be true, but most of the time it's, like, 
just that whatever you're sad about has a freshness that amplifies that feeling, you know? Um, so this, this to me was just sort of like a, a self-soothing kind of statement. Like, I know you're sad, but like, this isn't the saddest you've ever been, probably. I, I didn't really say it with a lot of certainty, but it was just something that made me feel a little better in the moment. So I'll read that stanza again. It's birds singing on the fence post, garden overgrown and ivy going all directions. Surely I have been this blue before. Pressed lips, then put the lid on the sugar bowl like it never happened. Always lush with love, I have been pliable. I have softened myself like butter left out. So this is kind of into that sort of like morning routine, like, um... I'm in the sugar bowl, <laughs> I'm grabbing the butter, like, <laughs> just making breakfast, um, but pressed lips, then put the sh lid on the sugar bowl like it never happened, a little bit of a mouthful, but that to me is, like, when you think about something, and you're sort of, like, transported to that moment of, like, pain or hurt or whatever, and then you just kind of steal yourself against it, and you, like, press your lips together, or you, like, clench your teeth maybe, and then you make a conscious decision to um, distance yourself from that, that moment or that memory or that feeling. And so this line, press lips, then put the lid on the sugar bowl like it never happened. It's kind of like that motion of closing, of putting the lid on the little bowl was kind of like a finality to me. It's like, okay, we're done with that. Like I'm putting the lid on it. I'm containing it. It's done. Um, always lush with love, I have been pliable, have softened myself like butter left out. Um, this is sort of an analysis of my behavior, I guess, uh, in my relationships with others. I think that, um, thinking of a good way to explain this. Um, I'm sitting in a parking lot recording this, so there's a family that looks like they're having a really fun time feeding the geese. <laughs> um, it's actually really cute. Um, but yeah, always lush with love. I've been pliable. So I guess just sort of like when I really like somebody or love somebody, I kind of become whatever it takes to be their everything, which sounds like really pretty and romantic, but like it's not because then you kind of can like lose your sense of self and that's sort of what this whole poem is about really um but this is like always lush with love it's like you get all like soft and it just kind of overtakes you and you become pliable and um it's the sort of situation where like you are very easily swayed by others but you're also like hyper aware of everything about them and so you try to make yourself like they're everything like they couldn't they could never need to look anywhere else besides to you sorry to you um that's actually the album what's that little peep has an album it's called everybody's everything and that's kind of what that reminded me of of just sort of like being accommodating I guess. So, always lush with love. I have been pliable. Have softened myself like butter left out. 
consented to being spread thin, melting myself warm and gold. So, again, just a metaphor, I guess, like the butter spreading it on the toast, you know? Um, Consented to being spread thin is kind of like that person or those moments where you say yes to everybody because you want to be there for everybody, you want to support everybody, you want to just be everybody's everything so you know maybe you sort of overcommit you know you stretch yourself out too thin um melting myself warm and gold to me this is just what love feels like but it is very it's a very intoxicating feeling of like being soft and lush with love and like melting in gold like it's very rich um like butter (laughs) I guess I don't know Kind of like a funny analogy, I guess. Um, Next line. But I'll admit, this is where I get to the the serious stuff. (laughs) This is the turning point in the poem. I'll admit, um, I look forward to the day I will say what I feel with the most appropriate words. Not the slippery or silken ones, but the most deliberate, sharp and stiff, if they must be. So, um... This is sort of a confession that maybe I've been holding back a lot of things um, in an effort to be everybody's everything and just, like, be that perfect, like, girl or daughter or sister or whatever it is that you, you know, you want to be. And I think that sometimes I think that I'm pretty assertive. Like, I think that I am good at setting boundaries, and I think that I am, truly, when it comes to strangers. Um, I always, like, you know, I don't have any problem, like, putting somebody in their place if I don't know them. It's kind of like, you know, who who the hell are you? Like, (laughs) um, but with people I love, it is really hard for me to draw those lines because I just think, like, well, I'll do anything for you. Um, and it's hard for me to, like, speak up sometimes and this is something this is a learned behavior a hundred percent just like throughout you know growing up and everything just sort of like bottling it up or like keeping it in kind of like that that line of like put the lid on the sugar bowl like you just contain it um and so even though I like to tell myself that I'm an assertive person I am only in certain situations and this was kind of a realization of like oh you will draw lines but only with certain people. Like, you're not consistent in the way you set your boundaries. Um, And the other thing about this, so the next line is, so I look forward to the day I'll say what I feel with the most appropriate words. This is important because I think that sometimes I think that I speak up, but I don't do it in a strong way. Because the next line is, um, not the slippery or silken ones, but the most deliberate, sharp and stiff if they must be. So I'm referring to my word choice, right? Like, I think that sometimes when I, um, try to speak up and speak my mind to the people I love, I will soften every word or, like, downplay it, um, or try to make it sound prettier than it is rather than just being honest and saying like this is it and being um you know the it says um 
not the slippery or silken words, but the most deliberate, so um, honest. And then the next um, words are sharp and stiff, if they must be. So that, again, leaves a little flexibility. It's like, it's not like you have to be an asshole going around, like, telling everyone, you know, how they have wronged you or what you think about a situation, but it's just kind of having the ability to discern when it is important to speak up and when to do so in a way that is strong and not... I just realized that I was being accommodating even in the moments that I was trying to speak my mind. It's like, well, I'm going to say what I feel, but I'm going to say it in a way that's not going to rock the boat too much. And that, again, is like a learned behavior <laughs> um, that I realized I was doing. And um, and I think that's maybe why this is this was another realization is maybe the reason that I'm so um, eager and willing to put strangers in their place and speak up against people I don't know is because I'm so used to always conceding, um, I guess, to the people that mean the most to me. So maybe it is kind of like built up in a way, if that makes sense. And the next stanza is, um, I look forward to the day I learn to be unyielding as hickory, not without fear that it will scare others away, but to possess such self-assuredness that I will simply say anything anyway. So... Um, this is a repetition. I'll look forward to the day. So this is sort of me like really thinking about how I have been and how I hope to be moving forward. It's not that I'm there yet by any means. It's sort of, and it actually feels really far off when I'm explaining it. It's like, I look forward to the day. It sounds like it's really, you know, it almost sounds like, um, when I grow up kind of thing to say, or when I get it together kind of thing, it doesn't feel immediate at all. Um, I feel very detached from that version of myself that is able to articulate her feelings in a way that's stern and strong and honest when necessary. Um, Unyielding as Hickory, I was reading about trees um, and um, I learned that Hickory is like one of the strongest woods and I learned all about the history of hickory. I don't know why I was reading it. I love trees. I think they're so fascinating. Um, but yeah, hickory. It's also beautiful if you ever look at a hickory tree. Um, very beautiful. But that's why people use hickory to build things. Um, and then the next line. Um, the day I learned to be unyielding is hickory. Not without fear that it will scare others away. So I was reading a quote where people say, it's very common, but people will say, like, courage is not the absence of fear, it's, like, feeling the fear and moving through it, or doing it anyway, I don't know the exact, <laughs> the exact words, but you get the the idea, but um, this is me saying, like, I want to be that person that can be unyielding um, when it comes to acknowledging the way I feel, um, and not I want to be I want to be courageous with my self-expression. So it's not that's not to say that I'm completely, you know, that I just don't care um and I'll say anything. Like there might still be some fear there about like what will they think of me if I say this? But it's 
the ability to express yourself with such the word I used was self-assuredness like to be so sure of the way you feel because that's the thing is like your feelings are never right or wrong so you shouldn't ever invalidate them you you should speak strongly and sternly and be confident in the way that you express your feelings because nobody can ever tell you that they're wrong if it was the way you felt then it's a fact like it is what it is um but I think a lot of the times I definitely am afraid to tell the people I love how I feel because I'm scared that like it'll push them away or it'll cause problems and then we're in an argument and it's just like so I usually just don't say anything at all and this was kind of getting to that point of like I don't want to do this anymore like I want to be able to be strong and communicate the way I feel without being afraid that I'm going to cause problems for expressing myself like I want to be heard um so the line is to possess such self-assuredness that I will say anything anyway so no matter what I am afraid of like I actually will say what's on my mind and in my heart no matter what like I'll say it anyway because I'm so sure of what I feel and what I think. Um, And the last line is, and only the brave will stay. So it's kind of, (laughs) I guess a challenge in a way to the people that I love. (sighs) Like, are you gonna step up and hear what I have to say and be receptive to it and not um, let the idea or the, the, the prospect of a conflict cause you to just, like, separate yourself from me or create distance, like, this is sort of, like, um, and it's also, it's also just sort of a, a declaration of, like, if you express yourself to a person and you tell them how you feel and they, um, you know, create distance or they don't acknowledge your feelings. I hope you can hear the geese um, flying away right now. I love to watch them. Um, but if they just dismiss you and all of your emotions and your your feelings that you shared, maybe they don't deserve <laughs> your time. Like, maybe they're not brave enough to, to be with you or love you or anything like on that level like they can't meet you there does that make sense I don't really know how else to explain it but basically that was what I was trying to say is like I'll read it again it's I look forward to the day I learned to be unyielding as hickory not without fear that it will scare others away but to possess such self-assuredness that I will simply say anything anyway and only the brave will stay so that is my hope for myself is that one day you know, this is this is me like in my kitchen, looking outside and making my breakfast and just thinking, I hope one day I have this, that I have the type of relationship um, where I can say whatever is on my mind and in my heart and have it be heard and not be so constantly scared that other people are going to, like, 
either be scared of what I have to say or, you know, just decide, like, we'll screw her and, like, write me off. I, it's, I guess it's kind of, like, just a fear of being, like, abandoned um, in a relationship of, like, so you constantly will do everything you can to be everything you can be for a person um, in the hopes that, like, well, if I do everything and I say everything and I, I am everything that they want me to be, then they won't leave me. Um, and this isn't just romantic relationships. Like, this, this is true for every kind of love that you can feel. And I, this poem is a realization that I was kind of getting caught into that sort of mode of living living for other people like you put them on a pedestal um like they're they're your everything it's kind of like um I wrote another poem that's very similar to this but it's more specific to um an isolated relationship whereas this is a little bit more general it can kind of apply to a lot of things but that poem I wrote about I was referring to the guy I was like really in love with as the protagonist so I always say Um, you know, every day you wake up and you are writing your life story the way that you are living. Um, and so the other poem that I wrote, which I'll definitely record at one point and talk about, that poem is me realizing, like, I'm the author of my own life story and I'm literally making him the protagonist. Like, he's the main character of my life right now. And that's just not normal and it's not healthy. You can't do that. Um, you can't put yourself, like, in the back seat. Um, and I realized that I have a tendency to do this with everybody that I love. I put them all on a pedestal, and I just, like, I always come last. Um, because I love them that much. Like, I'll do anything for them. But sometimes you need to learn that, especially when it's not reciprocated, you know, when you go so hard for someone, but they won't give you that same energy back like you really need to sit back and be like okay maybe I need to like start being honest with myself about how I feel and that's a scary point because like I said before you can be really scared to lose a person when you do that so this whole poem is just about sort of grappling with those conflicting emotions of like wanting to say things and express yourself but also being scared Um, of the consequences of expressing yourself and then also hoping and sort of like praying that eventually you're going to figure it out and like maybe years down the line that's how it it felt at the time it was like god when I'm like you know a (laughs) grown-up or like in my 30s maybe I don't know (laughs) I'll have this figured out and I can learn how to communicate in a way that's like healthy and you know kind of have a confidence about myself where it's like well fuck you like if you don't I mean if I share how I feel and you don't care you don't acknowledge it or you run away or you just create distance it's like well you don't deserve to be around me or near me anyway um and I'm really hesitant I really don't like the idea of like writing people off because I I think that that's a thing we do a lot in especially on social media, people will say like, oh, they're so toxic. Like I just had to cut them off. Like they were just so toxic. It's like a lot of the times it's much more nuanced than that. And um, in this poem, I'm really speaking about people um, 
giving them the choice to stay or leave, it's not writing people off by any means. It's just saying, I'm going to be honest with myself and with you. And you have the choice to stick around and be brave and like grapple with these complicated emotions with me or you can go. And that neutrality is so important to me and it's it's so um, something I've never achieved or attained in any of my relationships. I've never been able to be neutral about um, my feelings for someone because they always hit me so strong. Um, and that's in, again, like I said, in all relationships, this is, you know, my love for like my brother, my mom, my dad, my grandparents, like I'm never able in any situation or in romantic situations to say like, this is how I feel, take it or leave it. And to not really be that bothered with what they do with it. But that's strength. And that's really standing in your power and sharing, you know, the things that are difficult to share because they're scary and the consequences of sharing them might also be scary. So that's that. Um, <laughs> this one was like a little personal, but whatever. I think this is these types of poems are the ones that tend to resonate with people the most are the ones that I'm always hesitant to share. So, um, but I hope you guys like that. I have posted the poem on my instagram which is at keeping kings um it's on there just scroll it's also going to be in the highlight i have a highlight um for all my poems so if you want to see how i've um sort of formatted it for instagram you can do that um otherwise i have a link to um the written text of the poem um that's just on my website so you can click the link in the the description of this episode and go see it there um but yeah uh I definitely have more to share with you guys more of my own poems and also more of you know other ones that I just fell in love with that I feel like really could use some discussion and I'd love to put these poems on a little bit of like a a platform I feel like they just need attention like recognition acknowledgement by somebody I don't know it's kind of like I feel like so much of writing poetry is just like screaming like into the into the void or like whispering it doesn't have to be so aggressive like you just put stuff out there and I don't know poetry isn't it's not the most like accessible medium I feel like Instagram people like scroll and they look at pictures and they're like yeah this is cool but not a lot of people I feel like and I hope I'm wrong I hope somebody proves me wrong not a lot of people want to get into like a really um critical like discourse of philosophical poetic (laughs) thought (laughs) Uh, so that's what makes it kind of hard at times. Um, also because poetry has a reputation for being really snobby too. That's the other thing. So I'm just trying to make it like more accessible to people. That's what this whole podcast is for. Um, and to show you poems that you may never find otherwise, it's like, how often do you come across, how often are you exposed to poems in your day to day? Um, unless it's on like Instagram or something like that. Like it's pretty hard. Um, in this sort of digital age to get access to these things in the first place. So I don't fault anyone for like not knowing these poems that I love because they've become kind of obscure and they're like hard to come by. So that's that was the inspiration for me even making this podcast in the first place. So I'm definitely going to find more poems that 
I love that I really feel like other people will also love and just some everything that I put on here I feel like has some sort of universal truth um, or resonance with everybody and that's why I like to sort of elevate it and put it on here um, just to share so that's it Um, thank you guys for listening I'll see you in the next one